Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. drink, 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 drink. Welcome to Drinking Bros, kids. Look, I've been saying it the last couple episodes, and I'll say it again. We listened. We heard who your favorite, most requested guest that you wanted on the show, and we did it. We did it. Well, we got four out of five. Um, we didn't get Rogan. We still, we're working on it. We're working on Joe Rogan. Give us some time. Uh, the next one up, though, is, is a man who killed Bin Laden. Yeah, it's Rob O'Neill. You guys have been asking for Rob O'Neill forever. And truthfully, we didn't know him. Uh, Matt uh, or Evan or, or, or Jared, Rocco, none of us, none of us really knew him. Um, I, I saw him at a concert one night. And that was about it. But he was on stage, like nowhere near me. I, I couldn't just say, hey, Rob, it's Rob from Drinking Bros. Come on the show. I couldn't do it. Instead, you guys did it. Um, in particular, there was a, a company named Led by Iron. That's L-E-D-B-Y-I-R-O-N.com. Uh, they're, they're a sponsor on Ross Patterson Revolution. They're huge fans of Drinking Bros as well. And they said, hey, man, we ran into Rob at an event. I know everybody's been trying to get him on the show at Drinking Bros. How about we switch uh, numbers and you guys can chat and, and get him on the show? We, we, we think it would be awesome. And I was like, holy shit. We'd love to have Rob on the show. That'd be amazing. Um, so I, I want to give a special shout out to uh, Josh Jeans and Tyler Rainey over at ledbyiron.com. Um, I, also, man, I love all your workout gear over there. Uh, if you want to peruse their catalog, dude, they're, they're rad fucking dudes, man. One's a, a paramedic. The other one's a firefighter. They're 100% first responder owned. And they make gym apparel that actually fits you. Uh, it's not all bulky and loose. Um, and if you're as jacked as me right now, you need something like that to not get in the way. So I, I genuinely want to say thank you to Josh and Tyler for putting us together and uh, and making this amazing interview happen tonight. This this was uh, for me and and the rest of the guys like a, a dream come true, man. Uh, it was awesome. I mean, how many times do you get to talk to the guy who fired the first shots and actually took down Osama bin Laden? Pretty fucking amazing. Uh, but first, we have some sponsors who pay for this whole shit to be on the air. First up, we've got BlackRifleCoffee.com. Oh, yeah. A little BRCC for the holidays. Look, the holidays are right around the corner, kids. We're, we're here at this point. Once November 1st hits, it's all, it's all over. You got to start buying for Christmas. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com. Get your loved ones some, some bags of coffee, some K-cups, some apparel, some new mugs, or just, just some salt rock coasters. They got it all over at BlackRifleCoffee.com. Coffee that is made 100% by veteran hands. Oh, yeah. So you know it's good. It's a premium roast-to-order coffee. They make it fresh in-house, and then bag it up and ship it straight to you. Use the one-time promo code DRINKINGBROS20. That's DRINKINGBROS20 for 20% off. I would highly recommend using that on the Coffee Club of the Month program. We love our BRCC. Next up, we've got StrikeForceEnergy.com. OG homies. You know them real well after their, their last prank. I don't even know if it was a prank or if it was real. I, I mean, it's real because I see people drinking it online. They gave away 15,000 packs for free. Uh, that's why you should follow them on Instagram and Facebook. They do shit like this all the time. Where it's just like, hey, just write your name in. 
Boom. We'll send you some free Strike Force. Uh, in the meantime, if you haven't had this, get on the fucking Strike Force train. Kick the can, kids. You don't need the cans anymore. They've got four tasty flavors orange, original, lemon, and make America grape again. They get a 10 pack, a 40 pack, and a 750 milliliter bottle. Yet another one for the holiday season. Put a little bottle of Strike Force underneath that tree this year. Watch your family go bug fuck. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Type in the promo code Drinking Bros, as always, for 20% off. You know that's good every time. Not just one time, but every time. And they ship everywhere in the entire world. We got a lot of listeners over in uh, Australia and England. Yes, kids, they ship to you too. StrikeForceEnergy.com. Get on it. Drinking Bros, 20% off. Premier energy drink in the biz. Next up, we got ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. I love that they made our own home, our own homepage. Who has that? No one. Uh, Ghostbed has done that for us. They've got, they've got new mattresses in house. Those cooling mattresses, everybody keeps hitting me up about. And they're like, yo, man, that's the fucking truth. Yes. Yes, they are. So are the cooling sheets and that adjustable base, by the way. Whoever built that is a goddamn genius. It's got USB ports in it, flashlights, all that shit. Because let's face it, your wife goes to sleep early. You're up in bed reading your phone for like a good hour, hour and a half before that that fucking Xanax kicks in before you go to sleep. You might as well be be reading something on the ghost bed. They've also got the ghost pillows, which are nice. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros and sleep so good it's scary. They... Have a pay-as-you-go plan, which nobody's offering, uh, especially to this crowd. You know what I'm saying? So take advantage of that before it's gone. Uh, Next up, we got bisonunion.com. New to this and true to this. Look, you know hashtag Bert from TV. You know the brand. You know the company. Uh, Earn your food, kids. Be the bison. This is the finest apparel that you can make for dudes right now in this world. Uh, Bert Kuntz and his wife Candace packed up, bought a, bought a cabin in the woods in Wyoming and said, fuck it. We're in for the long haul. We're going to make this the best goddamn apparel company on the planet. Uh, you wear their hats. You're already wearing their belts. Uh, now they got cowboy boots over there. Um, and, and their t-shirts. Look, you see us in our Instagram and Facebook wearing that shit all the time. We love them, and now they're a sponsor. Uh, and the beauty of it is, you guys are the ones that asked for a promo code for Bison Union. Congratulations, you have it. It's Drinking Bros, 20% off. Not a one-time use. It's all the time. If you really want to load up for Christmas, go to bisonunion.com. Dude, you can buy everything on their goddamn sites uh, with, with the 20% off. Whoo, that is a savings, and uh, that shit lasts forever, man. Great quality, man. They really, really fucking doing it right over at bisonunion.com. Again, promo code Drinking Bros for 20% off. That's good for forever. So just keep gassing it over there. Uh, next up, we've got grillyourassoff.com. All, I feel like all of these sponsors are perfect for the holidays um, because these are gifts that you genuinely want. I, you, you need seasonings for Thanksgiving. You need seasonings. For that turkey on Christmas Day. You need seasonings year-round. And let's face it, you're going to get them anyways. Are you going to get the Lowry's at the store? Are you going to get the Montreal steak seasoning? No. Go buy it from a company that's 100% veteran-owned. Go to grillyourassoff.com. Type in the promo code Bros for 15% off. While you're there, grab that beef jerky. That beef jerky is the finest I've ever had. No lie, man. I eat that shit all the time. Uh, I'm bulking. But I'm lifting weights, eating jerky all day. I love it, man. That sweet and spicy is my jam. They got a four-pack for $25. 
And uh, they also got some mugs over there. Uh, some, some refreshing little beer mugs that uh, me and my lady uh, drink out of a lot. Go to grillyourassoff.com. Try Crispy's Spicy Habanero uh, blend. That's fucking amazing. Uh, again, grillyourassoff.com. Promo code Bros, 15% off. Last but not least, we've got grenadesoap.com. Incoming! Grenadesoap.com. How do I love the let me count the ways? No, let me sniff the ways. Why is it called grenadesoap.com? Because it's shaped like a, like a grenade. What's the special ingredient? Gunpowder. Yes, that's real. There's real gunpowder inside each bar of soap. Dude, it acts like a, a, a fucking... It's just like an exfoliant. Like It's amazing. Uh, you, you, you rub your body with it. They got a taint scrubber that comes with it. That's no lie, by the way. Everybody keeps buying these taint scrubbers. It's ass-eating season. Clean, clean yourself up, kids. Uh, you never know when, when you're going to take home a one-night stand or a Tinder date, and she's going to flip you over and say, let me, let me go around to the back door and see who's cooking in, in Dinah's kitchen. Um, <laughs> go to grenadesoap.com. Type in the promo code Drinking Bros for 20% off. They've got all the best bathing products for dudes. That way you actually smell like a dude and not your wife. Ladies and gentlemen... Here's Rob O'Neill. We're Lone Star. My Lone Stars. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a special day for Drinking Bros Podcast. Long awaited. Long awaited. This Rob O'Neill is here. You were the most requested guest we've that had. That is in very cool. Thank three you. Three years. Know that. Dead serious. Huh. Three years, all they've asked is for you to come on the show. We said we would make it happen somehow, some way, and you were here I was today. Just, I was kind of waiting around until you guys got more followers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys We've been huge for enough. a while. <laughs> We've been huge no, for a while. I, I know. I appreciate it. Seriously, it's great to be down here. Yeah. And, um, we should all thank Ross for his service. Thank yes, you. Yes. Oh, we, could have a, we could have a real mo- moment of silence for Ross's service in uh, the in, food industry. I think, in I, I think out of the four of us, we know who the real hero is here. Did Dakota Meyer show up? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I took out my chef at Olive Garden once. Like, oh. just pushed him out of the back door. Made, made it myself. Made the chicken parm myself. Uh, no, Rob, seriously, it is it is an absolute honor and a pleasure well, to have you here. Great to be here with all you guys. Appreciate it. Yeah. Very cool. Hell yeah. We're going to drink whiskey, have fun, and do butt stuff. And yeah. I, I'm already up one free bottle of Navy SEAL cologne. I can't. <laughs> 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 why did you make that, by the way? Why did I? Yeah. I did, we because had the idea. <laughs> yeah. We were, just, we were just hanging out. That's a wonderful idea. It was like, so funny. we had a friend that had uh, a bottling company that was able to just test fragrances and stuff. You know, Rocco. It's like, Rocco, you got a cologne guy? He's like, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah I do. of course, Rocco. So we got we got the prices back on it, and it was like super easy to do to run 500 bottles. And so we were just like, let's just do it. Like, and, and we had Gary do this logo up. It's just ridiculous and funny, and it it's just like, oh, let's. Make- Are you selling it anymore? No, no, oh, no. Can't. It was a limited can't, edition, can't even get right? it anymore. But, no. but really, one the whole done. reason for that was is I wanted to make one of those fake Calvin Klein commercials with the whispering in the black yeah. and white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just and make like, it all about that. Direct ass. smells like parachute. <laughs> yeah. Smells like parachute hops. Yeah. Parachute <laughs> Mar- maritime. Like <laughs> so, it's just. Mask. And then, like Stupid when we got here. the sample bottles back, I took a. 
uh, I was on the range with Apaches, and there's an Apache hovering right by me. So I just took a slow mo video and played the Team America song while holding the Navy SEAL bottle and posted that, and it went crazy. Like, is this going to be available? So I was like, all right, I guess we're running it now. Yeah. Oh man, did you ever see the one I did with that? It was, I did. It was me trying to pick up the girl, and I'm like, I'm, I'm a ranger, and she's like, cool, bro. And then I pull out the Navy SEAL and. And then she's like, just hardcore sex. Yeah, 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 yeah. It just goes straight to my hardcore sex. My mom didn't sex. like that commercial, so I didn't, rightfully so. But that's my, okay. funny. My mom keeps playing it like over and over and over again. Oh, well, that's because your mom and I have a special relationship. What do you, you mean do. by special? Um, we insert things into ATMs. Oh, Not- Rob, if you've seen Jared's mom, it's, it's kind of shocking where you're like, yeah, holy really shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> really well put together. Super cute. Lays out by the pool, very tan. Down for anything. Yeah. <laughs> fits. And the way her tan lines pop off of her skin are oh, it's something to Magic. be. Oh. Copper tone baby tan lines. Oh. Those are pull it down just a peak. Yeah. Let me see a peak. Just yeah. stop it. I'm a big tan line my, guy. Uh, my dad was in the Navy 29 years. Oh, wow. Uh, he was on the Parchy. Which, what kind submarine. of submarine? It's a, a sub, it's yeah. a spook boat. Yeah, yeah. Um, those are those are tough. Those have you been on a sub? Oh, uh, well, yeah, with yeah. him, with like, him, yeah, yeah. Not, not, not out to sea. Tight I was at Jersey yeah. Mike's the last time I was oh, on yeah, a sub. That's, that's right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> not the same type of service again. That's no. the food and different, different service altogether that I was so, in. Where you, where you living now? Rob? Uh, I'm in between Dallas and New York City. Fucking cool. Uh, yeah, I travel quite a bit. I'm on uh, I'm on the road doing a lot of um, speaking, public gigs? speaking, a lot of stuff for my foundation. We tra- uh, you're a grateful nation. Uh, transition special operators of the private sector. So a lot of what was the name again? Your Just Grateful Nation. Your Grateful Nation. YGN. Your Grateful Nation. dot org, and we, um, yeah, we we take guys from right now special forces into the private sector because they have a lot of skills that they don't know they have that a lot of a lot of um, companies want that they learned in the military how to how to lead, be led, stress management, loyalty, and uh, we put them through a nine month um, mentorship program, and then in any industry they want, they get they get they're in charge of major projects. So a uh, lot of lot of time on the road, but then I found out how hard, uh, how much it costs to run a foundation. So I'm out there yeah. a lot. It's crazy, right? But, yeah, yeah. You, Jared's wife actually wanted him in the uh, loyalty program. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> God, <laughs> he's on second. There. <laughs> God, that was fucking sad. Oh yeah, legs cut like, off you, on that where one. Where are you going with this? No, I'm I'm, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> <laughs> do you, Do you enjoy public speaking? You, I love it. It's no, really? it's, yeah, it's a trip because you get in, it's a, it's kind of a rush to get in front of people. I like to see uh, try out new material, a lot of jokes, and there are a lot of military type jokes that the corporate people don't think are jokes. So it's funny to see their reactions. Get on stage, like in the first thirty seconds, drop an f bomb, just so they're like, what, "What did he just say?" Like in uh, what's that movie where he's uh, singing that wedding song and drops fuck in the middle of it? Um, old uh, old school. old school, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I fucking need yeah. you now yeah, yeah. tonight. <laughs> and they're kind of looking at each other. They, you say fucking need you now, and it's like kind of sets the tone. But yeah, it's, it's fun to speak in front of people. It's uh. Um, yeah, just you know, crowds are different. Crowd, they've always been good, and it's just it's just fun to see their reactions because they don't expect a joke. They want some. A lot of a lot of speakers, military speakers, get up there, and a lot, a lot of them are tough guys, and they speak tough guy. And yeah. very clinical, and they intimidate. Um, I want my people to have fun, so we have uh, we have fun with them. Yeah, I think it's a great take on it. it. You guys are actually everyone, but here other than me is phenomenal in speaking. Jared's great at, Ross is great at it. I fucking hate speaking. Wait, why? People. I mean, Ross gets Put us kicked out of the MGM Grand. I, don't know, I, I don't analyze it. Fair enough. <laughs> paralysis by analysis or some shit, but paralysis that's good. But I've, I've, analysis, yeah, yeah. I've seen seen you do some speaking stuff, and it's fucking pretty cool. Thank you. Well, I learned the key to public speaking is is three strong drinks, not four, not two. Three of them get out. Three, there. Mm-hmm. three. Mm-hmm. Gauge that drink. Are we talking three to three fingers? Uh, three. Yeah. Well, of course. Okay. Yeah, it's got to be a man size. Yeah. yeah. The, the, 
the pen which finger because like this is a little see i i refuse to drink uh before the national anthem because i'm terrified i'm gonna forget the words oh yeah it's bad for your voice and you shouldn't drinking yeah 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 yeah. uh rob if i can i want to i want to share a story with the audience yes the first time i saw you uh you're not gonna remember me obviously but um i'm in columbus ohio for a rolling stones concert Yes, I remember that. I, you were in the crowd, though. There were 70,000 people there. Yeah, but I, yeah, I, 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 well, I was front row. So yeah, I, I, obviously I, saw you. I was right there. And uh, Kid Rock is opening up for the Rolling Stones. True, yeah. He stops the show mid-set, and he goes, Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to raise a fucking beer yeah. to the man who killed Osama bin Laden. And then you, you yeah, introduce he, Rob uh, O'Neill. Was, you come out on stage. People lost their fucking minds, he was including cool. myself. It was, I uh, was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. "This is America." Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't like that. That, that and the Navy Seal cologne and chicks is panty droppers, man. That's, how, that's just going down. <laughs> but yeah, he asked me because he's a buddy of mine. He asked me if he could um, uh, play American Badass, and they they played the national anthem in the middle. And he said, "You want to come out and check it out?" And I'll tell you what: if you haven't been on stage for when the Stones are about to play. That's a lot of people to be looking wow. at. Wow. Yeah. How, cool. cra- how crazy. It was so nuts. You point anywhere and then 7,000 hands go up. And the, you know, it's, like con- it's like mind control. It's so cool. But, the, but it's the, surreal. It's like the first time you jump out of a plane. Like the, It's not that big. You just you gotta take it all in. It's really yeah. Cool. The, the, the interesting part about it, and, and I'm not saying this just because you're on the show, is you have Kid Rock, you have the Rolling Stones, and the crowd goes crazy. They went bananas for you. That's cool. Like, That's I, I don't know if you stayed for the Stone Show or if you bounced after we, that. No, we did. We stayed there. We had some guys up there with uh, some families. That, um, w- when you came out on stage, I mean, it was crazy. That's good to hear. That was the loudest it was all night. And I was just like, holy yeah, shit. Yeah, that was, that was neat. That was, it was neat. And it when was... I went home, like, because my buddies were like, dude, how was the show? I was like, it was rad. But like, the dude who killed Bin Laden came out. Like, yeah. holy fucking shit. It was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah it was cool. Did you, did you ever see yourself there? I mean. No, I, God, I, no, no. I, it's crazy, right? Because I think that, uh, you know, being I th- a fucking amazing quote that I love is there's a difference between a quiet professional and silent professional. But I mean, I can't imagine in so many years that you served and then doing such a public event in such a private um, culture that there's no way you could keep that under wraps or whatever. There was no way. No, th- fuck we, no, we, um, well, was my, pl- my plan, well, I mean, you know, th- there's never a perfect plan. It always changes. Right. My plan was to, to uh, 30 years in the Navy. Uh, and as a as a master chief, buds instructor, and retire in California, smoke cigars on the beach. That's that's the plan. And then we got called for the Bin Laden raid, and even training for that. It's like, well, I'm not going to get the shot. But we joke with each other about who is. Like he he's going to get on a fucking slide and be in the goddamn alley, and then my buddy with the saw is going to take him down. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, and the BP the BP so, position so, so, guy yeah, is so going to be like, yeah, you're, you're like, like you're the, the fucking junior you're the guy. guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Damn it. So because you know every senior guy is like, I'm the first in door bitches. But when we got that, when we got done with that mission. I mean, even guys in the helicopter knew what happened. And as we're flying back, and when we landed, the mechanics from TF-160 knew what happened. They're all pointing at me. It's like, get, and God forbid to get back to Virginia Beach in 16 hours, and everyone in the goddamn city knows. It's did, like, this wait, is... You, just, did you go that quick back to yeah, we, 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 uh Yeah, we, we got back, you know, the 90-minute flight out to JBAD. Yep. Then we put them on a C-130, flew up to Bagram, and we laid out all the, all the uh, SSC stuff. So, you know, who was where, what... Was in the house laying it out. They got the body there. They're doing the um, DNA, and then we're, we got the news on, and they're talking about it already. Then the president comes out, and then we actually tried to find. We wanted to find uh, the Navy Seabees because if anyone's going to have a pizza oven and a bunch of brown liquor, it's going to be them. Seabees, Seabees yep. know how to roll. <laughs> they, fucking, they got <laughs> it. So um, yeah, we went there, showered up, hung out. We, we got on the internet, and it's all over the news. SEAL Team Six just killed Bin Laden. Then we got on a plane and flew. 
And so, you know, 15, 16 hours back, by the, I mean, there were people waiting for us when we got there. Like, everyone knew what happened. Everyone knew. Because every, everyone on both coasts, because you got SEAL teams in Virginia Beach and then Coronado, every single SEAL gets asked, who got him? And he'd say, well, don't tell anybody, but. And then that friend goes <laughs> and tells the bartender down at McPeezer over at the Ready Room in Virginia I'm Beach. I'm fucking shopping ladder! Yeah. That, by the way, is the most accurate video I've so seen funny. of that whole mission. Rob so Riggle. That's I was going to ask you. That's so how it Rob went down. Riggle's funnier dice sketch. That's how it went down. It really was. Yeah, that's basically what happened. No way. I got in a little trouble for that. D- does he know? Does Rob Riggle know? Yeah, I met him. I, I think he kissed me on the mouth when I met him at a, Whoa, at a, nice. at a Super Bowl party. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm up next. next. Hey, whatever. <laughs> hey. So, so uh, question for you, just because, you know, we, we share similar backgrounds-ish, mm-hmm, you know, yeah. far more acclaimed service in your end. But the is it different, right? I, I, I'm trying to put myself in that perspective. I've shot enough people in my day, but I'm like... Is it different when it's such a high-profile individual? Pretty much America's been hunting this motherfucker oh, yeah. for over a decade, and you get a fucking drop, dirt nap this fuck. Is it, is it so rewarding, or is it like, well, is it, or is it the immediate sense, fuck, the fallout That is the first everything. thing. When I shot him, and I did a few things in the room, then it hit me, and I, my, my, one of my first thoughts was, oh my God, is this the worst thing I've ever done? Or just the best thing I've ever done. This is this is uncharted shit here. And I saw what happened to one of my friends who was the lead sniper that initiated the fire to rescue Richard Phillips. One of my best friends, Captain Phillips. Yeah. yeah. Um. Um. He led the he led the the fire. Our job wasn't to go kill those guys. We had snipers down for security. He saw something unsafe, initiated the fire. The other snipers reacted, and they all shot. But he, which you were, he got there, a lot. Right? Of, I was there, but I wasn't down in, right. in the shooting. I was one of the assault team uh, members. But because he initiated the fire, that was the biggest mission we'd ever done. He was getting shit from his bosses. Like they, they were pissing him because that close to something that big and they didn't get a shot, but he did. It's, it's, a, weird, it's a weird sense that starts going oh, down. So I knew, I knew when that happened, when I shot Bin Laden, it's like, oh man, this is not only is there going to be blowback, but someone's going to find out who I am and they're going to come after me now. Not, not Navy, I'm talking no, about yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you, o- are you over that now, that paranoia? I'm not over it. It's just... Um, it's a realization that it's it it, it it's there. I mean, it's there. Dude, you never prepared. even 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 sub the enemy threat like with with everything that went down with Chris Kyo. All of us oh, yeah. have this in the back of our oh, head yeah. now have to. that it could yeah. be one of our fucking own that just wants yeah, yeah. Just some, fifty minutes. Some weird yeah, yeah, yeah wants yeah. to be the wants to be the one that but, that uh, I'm a, there's there's a worry there. Yeah, like, with the, with the threat though, it's you need to be aware that they want we're all targets. Yeah, not just us, but I'm talking like they're not going to wait for me to walk out of Fox News by myself walking quickly when they can go a block up and hit Times Square with whatever they got. Sure. Like if they're waiting with a gun, they're going to go kill 30 people instead of waiting to try to find me. Right. So but the threat's there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so guns, dogs, cameras, security systems, sometimes armed security. But you do what you do. I, I agree and mildly disagree with that. I think that, yes, you have soft targets where you could get the most mass casualty, which is national news. But then there's also, I think, the same way of like shooting such a high profile yeah, well, yeah. people as Bin Laden. Like, because yeah. I'm, I'm a fucking nobody, but I, I think about that. And it's why I take such big security measures in my own life is because I'm a fucking douchebag on the internet. But motherfuckers want, I mean I make fucking you would make fuck ISIS that jokes would make, all the time yeah, yeah. Would, I mean, yeah. they would be it national would make news very, statement, true, very, true. Very, very true there's a reason I sleep with night vision and a suppressed fucking AR and yeah, plenty yeah. of ammo and we got a fucking hard I, I, point yeah, I, like, I sleep with but, a pillow under my gun so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one so I didn't you know I didn't make that up but I can take I'll take credit for sure yeah, it doesn't fine. matter all jokes are recycled I'm sure somebody else took credit for shooting you guys that happened I did just walking up to that door though were you just tickled just like no going up going up the the well, going into the house was awesome because, yeah. like, my guys are already inside because they crashed 
and we're outside. <laughs> so they're already in there in the fight. And we didn't know they crashed. We just knew they're in there because there's all the shooting going on. So when I got in, it's, it's just looking at it's like, ah, oh, this is fucking cool. That's Bin Laden's house. That's more of that feeling, and it's going to blow up tonight, and we're all going to die, but I'm going to take this in. But then going up the last set of stairs, like, everyone did such a great job. Uh, nobody was afraid, even though there should be IEDs everywhere in the house. There's not. There's one guy in front of me. I'm behind him, and we know Bin Laden's going to be up there, and that's where the suicide bombers have got to be. So it wasn't even a let's go get him. It was more of I'm fucking tired of thinking about this, man. Let's go. So two, two of us went up, and it was uh, and it turned into uh, surreal, followed by frozen, followed by shit. We might live. Get the fuck out of here. I know there's, there's speak of that in the book, and, and I actually really want to get to know you more on a personal level and not speak about one fucking day of your whole entire life because it doesn't define you, I don't think. I think it's just... I appreciate that. Absolutely, man. I, I, you know, I have a decent amount of friends in the community, obviously, with my background, Jared's background. We all know that like you can define yourself by one absolutely terrible or great moment in your life, but like you're, you're so much more than that. Um, but obviously, I'm sure the listeners want some details. Like, so, oh, yeah. Wh- which is funny, right? And I think that's when people say thank you for your service. I think that's really, it's, it's a blanket statement, but that's that thought that you just put through your head, like, yeah, I'm going to fucking die. Because I think a lot of us have been in that position. Like, oh, sure. oh yeah, mm-hmm. of course we're going to die. Here's like, where it comes. You've walked in the buildings and they've wired cell phones to fucking, you know, initiate an IED and just dump a whole oh, yeah. platoon. Like, it's, it's standard Even practice. You're walking down a choke point and it's like, yeah, they're, they're like, going to ah. put it there and we're all shit. All shit can. Mm-hmm. But so did you, did, were you like walking up there going, I know this is going to be an engagement with said individual or was it like. Is did Santa come? Like, because that's what no, no. It was it was Santa. It was we're gonna blow up, and it's almost a question of how fast do I go to avoid it, or do I get right on top of it and beat it? What do we? Because the guy in front of me is brave, and he he took the dump on the uh, turned out to be women that he thought weren't vests. He just kind of tackled them, so he's taking it too. And I just turned. So he thought they were gonna initiate. Yeah, so he jumped. He jumped first. Well, no, the son. He killed the son on the way up the stairs. Killed Khalid bin Laden on the stairs. Khalid. And then we went up. I was like eight guys back, but I got to watch that go down. That was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. How we just whispered to Khalid and he came out and armed. yeah, and, and the kid peeked his head yeah, out. Yeah, right? he just—I mean—that was just a, a very, very smart operator knowing if I stay calm, don't freak him out. Maybe I can confuse him. Maybe he'll come look at me, and he did. Yeah, and he said, "Come here" in two different languages. He knew Khalid spoke, and which he I, rolled down the stairs. I he just died right there. Yeah, he was like, he was like uh, behind a banister on like a, a a big stair that's in the middle of a. That's elbow. what someone calls big dick energy. That's yeah, big yeah, dick yeah. Energy. <laughs> right there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Khalid, what's up? Oh, he did. That was that was that was badass. Epic. And then, so I was still eight guys back in the train, and we went up the stairs, and they all split off to c- clear the rooms on the left and right, and then left me in the point man. And then we're kind of just standing there, and he said something goofy like, uh, "These bitches is getting truculent" or something. It was something weird where I said, "I don't think that word means what you think it means." Like our last joke. Yeah, when it gets a squeeze. We're going to go up and blow up now, and that's that's kind of how it went down. It was never, <laughs> it wasn't going to be planned for him, him and him, he and I. It's just that's how it came down. Did he communicate sure. anything before the initial shots went off, or it was just like, oh, he that's was, he dirt, was, dirt. Um, he wanted to go up the stairs because he thought we could beat him. He's like, they're putting on vests. We weren't really talking, but he, he really wanted to go. And I, I wanted two more guys. I wanted four more guys. I'll take two. But he just was saying, he said, come on, come on. He knew it was one of his guys, not me. Just, it's one of my guys on my shoulder, two men. So we got to go. So when you go up there, right, violence of action, right? Oh, Sometimes yeah. Sometimes you got to beat the fucking. That's uh, that's it. Yeah. The yeah. worst story in my whole entire life is because we waited too long and we let them prep. That's and, exactly and it. Ask how so, shitty, yep. shitty, shitty fucking day. Yeah. Um, Sometimes you got to get in. Of course. So when you when you roll up in there, did you, was there any reaction from like Bin Laden or was it just like a fucking deer in headlights? Like uh, well, it was goes. it was closer to deer in the headlights, but he was moving toward me with his wife in front of him, and he was six four and she was not, yeah. and it's an easy shot from him. He was three or four feet away. 
but just I remember seeing him. I can I, I can see it right now if I want to. And uh, you know, wearing the white skirt and the or not skirt, the white clothes, <laughs> the tunic, uh, uh, <laughs> just pitch black. The man yeah, dance. yeah, it was it was it was dark. Yeah, and then I could just I could I could recognize his nose. Um, I, that's his nose. His, I was surprised at how short his beard was, but it was gray. He was wearing his white hat. Um, t- tall, skinny, old, yeah. but he's moving towards me. He's not surrendering. If you know, a guy that high profile has about a second to convince me not to kill him. Oh, and he didn't do it, and I blasted him. And then it's one of those feelings. I'm sure you can. Agree, I hope you can agree, Matt. That like w- when you're in a situation and someone's not a threat, you can kind of just feel it. Right. So his wife was not. She's not wearing a vest. I could just tell. Right. So I moved her, and he's dying at the foot of his bed. I could hear him take his last breath. And uh, that's when other seals started coming in the room, and his two year old son was there, and I picked him up because as a father, I'm thinking this poor kid has nothing to do with this, and right. he just watched yeah. his dad get blasted in front of him. So I put him down. And that's when other seals are in there, and. Uh, that's when it sort of hit me. And one of my guys comes up and he, just being a typical operator, funny, like, hey, man, are you good? And I said, no. What do we do now? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he said, now we find the computers, bro. We do this every night. And I'm like, you're right. Holy shit. Yeah. And he goes, Time to go into SSA. <laughs> and he, yeah, yeah. he literally goes, so you just killed Bin Laden. <laughs> now let's get back to work. God damn, man. That's, That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, on, that, on that ride back, did it ever set into you? Because I'm, I'm, I'm sure being in the military, this is your dream kill. It doesn't get any bigger well, than this. Well, it was, but it was, it was going to be Delta. It was never going to be me, certainly. It, or, or it's going to be senior guys from my command, but it's not me. And, then, and again, it's not me. It's the, t- the entire team did it. Everything from the analysts to the pilots to the air crew. But I took the shots. So on the way back, the, that, it, it, what a small world it is, is I'm actually laying on top of the sniper who initiated the fire for Captain Phillips. I'm actually laying on him because we crowded in because we had other guys from the SEAL team on there. They came in, another squadron, to get us. And I mentioned that he had been taking a lot of shit for what he did for Captain Phillips. And every time he did, I would go to, go to him with a can of Copenhagen and say, take a dip from me. You're a hero. Don't listen to the negativity. Don't listen to the haters. And I, I do that all the time, and I'm laying on top of him. My nods are still down, and I see this Copenhagen come up, and he goes, here, now you can take one of mine because you know how it feels. I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the guy next to me, he's another SEAL from Team 6 uh, from Manhattan, and he asked me the question, who got him? And I said, shit, I think I did. And he said, on behalf of my family, thank you. I was like, Jesus. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting you say that, and, like, and, and not to get too – peel that onion back too much but like the criticism on people coming out and telling stories of heroism has always kind of perplexed me i think that there are these stories that have to be told and these guys that have fucking spent decades in war and and it's not a fucking easy job there's a reason why like that i said the thank you for your service thing earlier life limb fucking everything these are guys that are willing to go out there and run at not only a known threat but Pro, like prominent death oh yeah like, you know you're gonna fucking die and 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 i think that we often too often criticize our own for being a little public with that information as long as there's not ttps and sops that's that exactly right fuck with guys and, and and the continuation of the mission like why not tell these stories because you know i know a lot of guys back in world war ii and in vietnam that they probably wish they could have fucking told the stories of heroism of their friends that were doing these epic things in the name of the, the fight that America voted for. This, so. Your point here, and, and this was a big complaint and almost an argument I got into days before I left active, active duty with leadership inside the Air Combat Command because I, I raised my hand when they come around and do the dog and pony show with someone from headquarters Air Force and they're like, who has questions? I go, when are we getting a MOH recipient? 
And the answer from them is, we don't do things for the medals. And I go, yeah, that's great. But we need people to be recognized for the things that they did. So these young guys all in this room know who to strive to be and be like. Because when I came in uh, in 2003, that was right after the first wave of silver stars and air force crosses got awarded to the guys on Roberts Ridge mm-hmm. and Tucker Gar. It's right. So me as a young guy, I was reading citations of guys. I was like, just had this God complex for that was like, these guys are fucking badasses. And we had this gap from like 2009 in our community where we just weren't recognizing anybody for anything. It wasn't that we stopped doing anything. It's just people, you know, people in the higher ups and things like that stop rewarding guys for things that they do because it's a jealousy thing it's a fucking a lot of jealousy yeah yeah, it's It's all ego right and i mean that's i joined the army to be arranged because black hawk down especially two unit guys that were you know gay fucking died and Mm -hmm. and knew they were going to like i was like that's where i want to be in life i want to be one of those guys and i don't give a fuck if i die in my 20s because i want to be someone that is like a legend and respected and you know life takes its course but I think it's super inappropriate and unfair for people to judge at that level, especially when they've never put the fucking boots on and done the work. So that's my one little thing I want to interject in there. I, just, I fucking hate it when I see our community eat our own. Oh, like, man, that happens too. No, fuck. Trust me. I know. I'm, you know, uh, and all I do is make fucking dumb YouTube videos, you know, and you're like, <laughs> well, you eat me for fucking having a career. Like everybody just needs to chill out and realize that like we're fucking a community and a family and we have to like be better together. And the only way that happens is if we come together as one. Yeah. And I, th- I think telling the story too, like with my, my book, I got it approved through the DOD. Mm-hmm. How? Pentagon. How long did it take? Well, yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, mine took, mine, mine took like nine months. Yeah. It was, I, I think they wanted part of, like, that's crazy. Yeah. But I, I just, as long as you're, like you said, you're not giving up TTPs or putting anyone in harm's way. The story should be told. And I'm happy with mine. Like I, I have a platform now where I can tell people I didn't have the most dangerous job in the military. It's the soldier and the Marine yeah. and the airmen that are walking through minefields in the, in the daytime in Kandahar. Yeah. That's the dangerous job. And, and no one hears their story. So there needs to be a platform for people out there doing it. I'm pretty sure we're happy uh, that George Washington brought a biographer with him when he fought the Hessians in the Revolutionary War. We, I'm glad we know what happened at Iwo Jima. I'm glad we know what happened on Normandy. You know? Right. The stories need to be told, like it or not. And you know, It's not like... It's not like me personally. I'm, I've never taken credit for Bin Laden. I'm just telling you what happened on the stairs. Sure, and, I'm telling you about the bravery about else, the guy in front of me. Somebody else did though. Somebody else tried to take credit for that, right? Yeah. Well, sort of. Um, uh, he, uh, there was a book, No Easy Day, that was written. Correct. And it's I again. Everyone on that mission that put their butts in the seat risked their lives. They're all heroes. Fuck yeah. Um, and and a, a colleague of mine wrote a book. And I don't, he was behind me. I don't know. It's, it's a fog of war. It's a lot of emotion and stuff like that. But as far as I know, he never said he killed Bin Laden. He said he shot Bin Laden. Yeah, yeah, he did. And so, I'm not so getting I, into, I, I don't I know. Read, I, I, don't I read know. the book. Mm-hmm. He said uh, someone else got him first. And then uh, two people came in afterwards while he was gasping for breath and they ended it. So they shot him afterwards in the book. Okay. Um, and See, uh, I don't know what happened back there. I, I, when I saw Bin Laden, he was standing on his feet and I shot him three times. Right. He was on his feet. Um, yeah. Again, they're all heroes, and, and the team did the mission. The pilot that crash-landed and saved everyone's lives in Dash 1, he's the hero. I'm a guy that went upstairs because I was scared, and I just knew the tactics. You know, what, what, you know that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And my, Absolutely. And my response to that coming from a direct action community would be like, let's all sit at the table and drink a glass of whiskey because everybody devoted their lives to get that. That's such fucking specialized fucking unit and participate in no fucking like more threat situations. So it's like, maybe maybe it's because I come from 
the community where we're the insurance policy that it, it's more of the like if my teammate killed somebody I'm just, yeah, yeah man you, you got him you got him yeah, I, I, but i've been in that position <laughs> it too, wouldn't man. be a I, fight it'd be like yeah one of my team leaders man when i was here we were out there and we there's a we got in a fucking ambush and we ended up shooting like fucking 11 people or whatever and him and i in an ar got after it i was like no i dumped that guy and he's like no no i shot him and we like went back and forth and they're like he's dead guys he's dead. and i was him. like oh yeah <laughs> He Get didn't kill it. any of our guys, so we one of us did the job right, or we both did it job. Like, I know who fucking on cares? that uh, on that mission too, the Bin Laden raid, we, we brought only seals, so we're like, we don't have our air force guys with us. If someone gets shot or we need to call cast, we are fucked. We're fucked. <laughs> like I know how to carry a sledgehammer. That's about as tactical as I can. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just made Jared's life. Oh well, I know all the guys that were on the uh, the Phillips raid. They're, they're, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. They're, okay, on yeah. the Phillips Ray, can you clear something up? Sure. Did did he actually say, "Look at me, I'm the captain now"? I don't know. That's a great. <laughs> that's a great. That answer. But I've got a good one for you on this. I sat next to the plane uh, on a plane next to a guy that had just gotten out of prison, and he was the barber in the prison that that guy's at. The the captain. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Look at he me. He said like. He is so salty and still to this day trying to fight that he didn't get any money from the movie. No I'm dead serious. He said every time he cut his hair, that's all that motherfucker talked about was <laughs> how much he got screwed over to have no money from the movie or any of that. Oh, the, oh, the, the actual pirate. The yeah, the pirate. Yeah, the pirate. <laughs> the, the pirate wanted money. They wanted yeah, money well, for the movie. Yeah, yeah, but that's not how it works. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, you're in life in prison. For, yeah, exactly, man. For, yeah. And you're like, where's my money? That's my likeness, bro. Uh, I yeah, want to check. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you're it was just a, a fascinating story from that dude. Like, he was like, oh, oh, I got a funny. good one. I was like, you were the prison bar. God, you probably got the best stories ever. He goes, I got the best of the best listen to this <laughs> oh that's great um oh, what one funny. other thing rob that I, I wanted to touch on we can move on from the bin laden thing like sure. Matt said yeah. we don't have to talk about this all all day is we obviously have a lot of uh military veterans on the show there's a common theme that we've found uh, in particular among this generation that says the same thing why we always ask the same question why did you decide to get into the military 99 uh, percent of the time it's 9 9 was was what why we got into the military, mm-hmm. and then you kill the guy who was responsible for 9 mm-hmm. 11. Uh, does that feel like winning the lottery, or do you like? Well, I, I didn't. I joined Should bef- they pray before. to you? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's another, that's another uh, thing, too, that because that, we had the controversy of dumping the body in, in the ocean because the, the thing was they didn't want to make a shrine to bin Laden that they could worship, but they didn't. You got to realize these are Wahhabists, they, they're not allowed to worship anything but Allah. That's why you can't depict Muhammad because they're worried it's a false idol. So they never would have done that. So that's kind of funny. But uh, but no, no one no one prays to me. I, I hope God no. Yeah. Well, hell, hell express ticket for uh, one. Yeah, exactly. If, if you have Rob on Snapchat, please send him your prayers uh, for the next. <laughs> yeah, but is, is, is it weird that you've become the guy who? I mean, because let's face it, even today in today's world of bad guys. There isn't. There still isn't anybody as big as that. No. I can't remember. I mean, no, I maybe, over time, Hitler. Yeah, but he bin killed Laden. himself. Yeah. I, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you were the nobody one guy ever, who nobody I, ever I, got I, the one shot. I, I joined. Uh, I joined before 9/11. I joined in 1995. Did you go straight to the teams? Yeah, or? I did. I did. I went to boot camp in January '96, and I graduated buds by December '96. That sounds really cold. And uh, uh, well, I, I went to buds in April, so I had a summer hell week, Ooh. which is better. It's still, the Pacific's cold all the time, but yeah, summer hell yeah. week is, is Diego, better. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, yeah. you ever go up to Santa Barbara and party oh, yeah, a little bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Born and raised. That's outstanding. I can yeah. tell. Yeah, <laughs> backwards yeah. at you know, Dr- bro vibe <laughs> and, and awesome YouTube videos. That's kind of how it works. <laughs> <laughs> 
So yeah, yeah, but then uh, the, I was so I was on my my third deployment on 9/11. I was in Germany. We just got done in Kosovo. And we all we knew is everything just changed. Like we're no no more uh, no more UCOMs where we can go party in, in Lithuania and hang out in Norway. It's like we're we're going it's to the, done, we're, right? We're, yeah, going, yeah. we're going to the mountains and the desert, and that's about it from now on. Man. And, you, but imagine if you teleported yourself back freaking how many years was that? I was in 15? seven seven I was fifteen years from Bin Laden's thing, yeah. Yes, fifteen years back, teleport back and be like, Hey, in fifteen years you're, you're gonna, gonna kill be that the asshole. dude. Yeah. <laughs> well it's ins- we'd heard about him when we like the the first deployment I did, I just finished sniper school. We went to Albania because there's a big exercise, and Bin Laden said, well, we have Al-Qaeda there. We're going to try to hit this. So we're doing sniper coverage for, a, um, you know, not a high threat. But I remember hearing Bin Laden's name, knowing who Al-Qaeda was way before 9-11. And just to think, yeah, this guy, this guy, and then all of a sudden 9-11. Then, and then again, like I said, it's, it's the guys from, from Team 6 or Delta or, 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 or someone that's going to go get them. It's cool that I'm, we're trying to invent new tactics to see how we're going to jump in to that cave complex with 50 fighters or whatever. But... There's never going to be a mission to a house in a resort town on stealth helicopters. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's just no one ever America. Thought. Yeah. yeah. Uh, America. That, that was cool, though. Those helicopters were badass. They, they actually authorized me to, to mention them, too, in the, in the book so I could talk about them. But it was That was really, what I was going to ask you the yeah, second it was, we cut this. I was like, I want to know all about them. Because they're just them. like outfitted UH-60s, right? Yeah. yeah. Or H-60s. It was just because we went out to Nevada. I'm not allowed to talk about that. But we... Oh, um, was it Area 51? When we saw them... When we saw them because we were convinced we we're going to get shot down, and I was like, we were we would plan around this planning table, and I would talk to the guys, like guys, and me of all people, saying we need to take this more serious. Like, we're this is a one way mission, and so they kind of got all calm, whatever. Then we flew out to wherever, and we came out of a hangar and saw these things. And, I started, and this is the first time you've ever seen them. Anyone seen them? And uh, holy shit! And I said, wow, wow this is. Uh, I guess it's ninety percent. We might not get shot down because I didn't know we were going to go to war on a transformer. This, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's got to be the first thought. Like. We yeah. actually do have shit that we kept yeah. secret. And then we kept it <laughs> yeah. secret. No kidding. God bless America. You don't have on that to one. say it, but can you wink if it's Area 51? <laughs> can we? And uh, <laughs> so when we were, it rhymes with it. But um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I know where it is. When we, um, but when we, when we were on our, you know, we're two minutes out to Bin Laden's house, and like we opened the, the, well, the air crew, thank God they were there. The Army air crew knew how to open the fucking door. We never would have figured it out. Beep and you look, you look, you, yeah, right. You look down and it's like, uh, you got a resort town. Like, I know there's a golf course behind us, and it's like, a, it's not, it's not like going to a house and asking. I know it's a resort town. Yeah, no yeah. shit. Okay. So, and uh, I just remember thinking, man, this is some serious Navy SEAL shit we're about to do. We're, <laughs> we're invading a town. Wait, I read Pakistan. books about yeah, this, yeah. and I'm fucking doing it. All right. I heard did, I can bench press 500 pounds. Did that was you a guys warrior. have <laughs> any, any? I mean, we were obviously we were looking. Was there any air threat? Uh, no, because one of the things that sort of eased our mind was most of their uh, weapons are looking towards India. Really? No one's going to invade them from, pa- from Afghanistan. So, I mean, the thought's there, but then again, what is me worrying about a missile going to stop the missile? Yeah. I'm just going to think about it. You're just going to be like, beep. Oh, you're gone. You're just dead. Game I mean, over. Was, yeah. were, they, were they more reluctant on just the secrecy of not knowing where he was? Well, we didn't want to tell the Pakistanis, that's yeah. all. Because the, the, one of the choices was a, a unilateral, multilateral op with the Pakistanis. No way like, that works. No, they, you tell, they, they he, he, tell him he's They'll out. go get him. He's, yeah. They're taking him out Yeah, somewhere else. Yeah, Not yeah. taking him out, but like moving him. Yeah, of course. So when you get back to the United States, and how long you, do you stay uh, as a Navy SEAL before you end up getting out? Well, we had a bunch of stuff go down. Um, in the aftermath, because it turned into a big dog and pony show. Everybody wants to see the guys that did it. Yeah. Everybody wants to meet him. That was weird for us because we were trying. We're we were low key, believe it or not. Yeah, and then we started making movies. And shit. <laughs> but um, but then in August, um, Extortion One Seven was shot down. 
So that's, you know, we killed Bin Laden in May, then August we lose 31 Americans to yeah, include the dog. fucking terrible. And, um, and then we're planning funerals. And then we, need, we, we lost an entire troop. That you can't replace that experience. So, um, and fucking heroism, we, dude. Those, oh, yeah. God, Unreal. That is, I mean, that's a huge shit. blow to well, the Well, and that blow, too, like, because <laughs> the Rangers were in a fight, and they went in, and they, they said they put all 50, not 50, all 31 guys on one bird because they said Dash 2 is going to get shot down, Dash 1 might not, so we're going to roll the dice. And that just sucks. It happened. Um, and then, you know, we had to replace an entire troop. So I, 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 I was a team leader. I wanted to move to another squadron so I could get right to Afghanistan because I knew I was going to get out in January, but I extended to August. Just sort of a kind of try to like a, an offering. I'm saying, look, I'm not getting out because of this. I'm going to go to war one more time, but I am getting out in August. So I'm going to go to war one more time. So I did that. And then I got on terminal leave and realized I don't know what the hell I'm going to do now. That's why I founded Your Grateful Nation because. In that six months, I realized, well, not everyone can get out and sell hats and people are going to buy them. And, and believe it or not, just because you're a SEAL, they're not going to hire you either, even though we all think they will, because we're entitled, because why wouldn't we be? <laughs> <laughs> it's the cologne. It's humor. the cologne. Rob's got a sense of humor. But, uh, yeah, so the, um, but it was, yeah, and it was before, um, I didn't do 20. I did almost 17. And, uh, but it's, time to, it's just time to get out, you know? Sure. And I guess where I'm going with this after that is when you kill the most the biggest high profile person in the world the only supervillain. yeah how do you come down from, right i'm gonna start saying that from now he's on. the only one but doesn't the rest of life seem boring at that point? no it's good i'm good um i was like we, i'll take that question for him <laughs> <laughs> no like the adrenaline thing i'm over it um, you are. my very last mission was my first l ambush which should be awesome because an L ambush is like the right. second thing you learn when you join you, the army. You just yeah. hope the that army. you can yeah. get more basic tactics. That's it. That. Yeah, and that's what you do. And it, Support by fire, but, yeah, and then they're going to We're, getting, we're getting shot at. We're killing them. And uh, no adrenaline. I'm like, I got, if I'm not getting adrenaline, I got to get out. I'm going to get complacent. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, someone shoots at me, I'm going to walk up to them assuming I'm going to shoot them. I'm going to get blasted. I got, it's time to leave. So the adrenaline thing, I'm good. Um, I am a Washington Redskins fan, so I get enough of that there. Just <laughs> yeah, especially with Alex Smith as your quarterback. God damn you know, it. that guy throws five yard five yard outs he's all day all long. Right, um, Cousins is having a big year. I wish they, I don't know. Whatever they got, Adrian Peterson, he's doing well. Um, hail to the Redskins! I'm a fan of Cousins. Yeah, he's he's good. He should have kept. He's him. good. He's good. Yeah, I, I, I can see that perspective, right? Where there's a certain like, I think I'm good, and but but the the cool part about that is like what you're doing post all of this, and, and I'm not trying to be a fanboy or anything. I just like I'm super respect guys that have these crazy experiences in life, and then are you trying to use? their shit days and all this other stuff to like provide for other people in the community that need it. Cause I think there needs to yeah. be more awareness about the veteran community and that people aren't fucked up. There's guys out there like you that, you know, yeah. 17 years in the fucking teams and you're like a go getter, you're an inspirer, you're edu- you're an educator. Like those are the people that I want the veteran community to be like associated with, not this fucking pill popping. That's exactly what I'm saying too. Bullshit. Cause like, there, yes, there's some people out there and there's some, bad eggs and there's a lot of guys have issues but the only way we fix those issues if we bring the whole country together to focus on fixing these guys a lot of these companies that we send veterans to are at first surprised that they're not getting some 
PTSD crazy guy that's going to shoot the place up. They're getting yeah. a, they're getting a guy that has an MBA. And that's the narrative. That's the narrative. Leaving, he's a pilot or something. Yeah. I've I, I we fucking sit in Fortune 500 meetings, and the narrative is, well, we tend not to hire veterans because everybody's afraid that they're going to shoot the place up. The opposite. And are you fucking kidding me? These guys have MBAs yeah. and BAs, yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. and and they're fucking crushing business. And to your point about speaking about leadership, these guys have fucking led either a, a team, a squad, a platoon in fucking combat. The most complex dynamic. Mm-hmm dynamic environment mm-hmm. in the fucking world yep. you don't think that they can manage some hr issues get yeah, yeah. the fuck out of yeah, here yeah. bro and that's the whole thing but, too like the, the, if the perfect plan that you came up with is working something's wrong yeah. like in combat one of the rules is that don't, anything you do can get you killed including nothing so being able to adjust in a fluid environment like you're saying they can do this now yeah. and no one's shooting at them they're gonna be just fine but the, a lot of employers just need to see that and it's 100%, working 100%. And I think guys like you and a lot of other people in the community are hopefully bringing that awareness and, I, and I'm stoked about it. So what was the coolest experience you had when you got back from America and everybody knew that it was you? And I fucking shot me a lot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah go into that video. But the like, Rob no, Riggle video. I go back to, I go well, back to that, that was sent rock. to me. We, we, we got, uh, we did get leave after the bin Laden raid and I was kind of down in the dumps and one of my buddies sent me that video that, that cheered me up. How, wasn't how, how long did that come out after Three weeks the operation? About. Oh, fuck. But I guess, quick. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was no, quick. Funny guy was quick. Like, Rob Riegel yeah, yeah. said he was like, I think with like Paul Rudd and Will Ferrell were writing a movie the day after the Bin Laden raid, something like this. And they said, um, what's it like to be that guy? So they shot that video and it was, that's just pretty funny. No, it's, it's, I've been fortunate. I've been able to do some, to meet some cool people, the Kid Rock thing. And, and he's a buddy of mine. So that's why he asked you me to get on. Bob? I, that's the hardest part about getting to know Kid Rock is calling him Bob. Yeah, because that's his real name. And you're like, it's Bob. You're on the Bob level. Yeah, but everybody everybody we know that, that knows him, you know Johnny Primo, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he was working security for him. They said they love the guy. Everybody everybody loves loves Kid Rock. I want to meet yeah. Bob, dude. Yeah. yeah I, I want to play, play guitar Bob, on stage, Bob. man. I get down Come with on. the six strings. The other person I heard you were partying with the other night was uh, Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl's my man, too, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah like, dude, he's, he's awesome. Best. That Dave, is Dave's just, awesome. Well, Dave's great, because uh, I, met, I met him the first time at, at one of the Super Bowls, where I met Rob Regal, too. And, uh, boy, I'm name-dropping like a son of a yeah, bitch That's right now. fine. We, but, uh, we, we do it all the time here. Rob Riggle. We do we, it all the time. We wanted him really bad for Range 15, and he turned us down. He, we've never, he we've turned never, us down for the movie. Yeah, yeah that's okay. But I got, I got a picture with... So Dave Grohl asked me if I wanted uh, shots of tequila, and I'm like, of course. And then he took a couple shots, and he said, well, do you want to go meet Paul McCartney? I'm like, yeah. So I got a great no picture. Way. I got a great picture of me, Dave Grohl, and Paul McCartney. But the best part of the story is, I sent the picture right to my sister, my younger sister, who's a huge Nirvana fan, huge Beatles fan, and a huge Foo Fighters fan. And um, I sent so it's me, Dave Grohl, and Paul McCartney. And she goes, "That is so cool!" And oh my god, that old lady looks just like Paul McCartney. <laughs> oh. no, that is that is, it Paul. is Paul McCartney. Yeah, it is Paul, Paul McCartney. That now. is Sir Paul like, McCartney. Yeah, we all get it. Everybody gets old. There's nothing you can do yeah, about yeah. it. Well, you know, there's all this, like, um, you know, Dave said some political things, and people ask me if I care. I'm like, I do not care, because I care about their music, and he's a great dude. Some with Paul McCartney and John Lennon jerking off together recently. Not recently, but that's the story that came out. It's like, yeah, but the White Album, I don't give a fuck. Exactly. I don't care if they jerk off. You're making off, music like that. Jerk each other off. Yeah. 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 They were jerking off in bed together. Yeah, something like that. Like, yeah, I, I read that story and I was and like, And they're like, well, it wasn't a gay off, thing. I was like, well, nah, kind like, of is. Certain yeah. people can't make that association. Maybe they jerked off in bed and they're like, we should write this song. Kaboom. Yeah. And yep. that's your favorite song. So, like, so don't care how it happens. Is we we should That's what you're getting. Because, I mean, I don't know what exactly Strawberry Fields means, but I love the song. Wait, what happens when Ranger and Seal Semen mix and we just, like, put that in something? I feel like that would be. That's how the dinosaur. 
jokes are writing themselves. The what? The jokes are writing themselves. There's so many branches I want to fuck with. I know. Hey, fucking. God, hey. We should all jerk off together. No, why aren't we? <laughs> Time to do a big started. gay session. Oh my god! Yeah, you will Paul not McCartney. believe what happened. Have on you the partied last with uh, Bros. Prince Harry? Yeah. Uh, no. You got to meet him yet? No, I have not. Uh, what about so uh, presidential wise? Do they always ask you to stump for presidents when that comes around election season and all that stuff? Uh, they asked me for quite a bit of that stuff too. And, and as far as presidents go, I mean, it's, uh, do you stay out of politics? No, I, I, I I'm not going to ever run, but I do try to get as many veterans as I can. Uh, I helped them out. I, I'm a chairman of a super PAC that helps vets get in because it doesn't matter which side of the aisle you're on. A vet will get in the room with someone to try to solve the problem, which is not what's the case in Washington. Like the, either side was party first, country second, which is crap. Yes. So, um, you I know, bet. a lot of stuff with John James up in Michigan. He's running against Debbie Stabenow. She's a, um, he's a, a, a West Point grad ranger, Apache pilot. Yeah. 400 combat missions. Now he's a business owner. And it's the, like, that's the kind of guy we want. The Trump family was up there yeah. a couple weeks ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I've, I've, more veterans is good uh, as far as the, the political thing. I, I just think because the uh, problem solvers. Yeah, you see, you see, you stay out of like, hey, I'm I'm for so and so, right? Um, sometimes, but I will I will campaign. I don't know when this is going to air. To the midterms might be over, but I'm I'm uh, uh, actually right before. So oh, good. this will air well, right we'll, before we'll the midterms. Yeah. yeah, I'm totally something for John James. I want uh, my guy Montana to win to beat John Tester. I want uh, Matt Rosendale, um, a couple others that I'm helping out just with my uh, veterans. They're all veterans. And you're from Montana. I right? am. I'm from Butte, Montana. Yeah. Well, really? any, any thought of ever living back there? Yeah, I think yeah, we I might eventually. About that. I might it's eventually move back there. God's country, isn't it? It's gorgeous. It's do so you cool. hunt? I do. I grew up hunting elk. We should go kill stuff. Too. Oh, That'd be yeah. a blast. Totally. Yeah. I got some good spots and some good yeah, hookups. Sure. Have some Jameson. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna have some Jameson. It was actually me? funny too. One of my horrible jokes that I probably shouldn't tell was people ask me what's the difference between hunting. Al Qaeda and hunting an elk. I'm like, I've never shot an elk in its sleep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I love that joke. And and the weird thing is, um, and I never talk about killing people in the episode, but fuck it, let's do it. I uh, <laughs> I feel some form of remorse shooting a deer. Right? I like Avatar that bitch every time. Where I'm like, thank you so much. For oh, providing sure, yeah, for yeah. My family. I'm like super into it. People never fucking once. I'm like, I just, the second one gets fucking hollow pointed and their head splatters across that stupid fucking mud fucking hut. I'm like, next one, let's go. And that's all. Oh, was, yeah. yeah. But like, <laughs> I actually respect animals. People. When you're in that in environment, that engagement, too, get fucked. We let's had kill the, you. the, the first, you the all. first kill I ever saw, I didn't even get it. One of my guys did in, in CQB in, in, in the house, but in his first kill too. So we, we, we were, this is our first time in combat. And, but we had a Brit with us from the SBS named Andy. Andy, and uh, Andy, Andy had Andy. he had a uh, Andy. that's a good that's a good accent. He had a death cloud that followed him. Like he, every the invasion of Iraq in Afghanistan, everywhere he went, he got in big fights. So he's seen this shit. And he's been in some bad stuff. Anyway, my friend shot this the first Al Qaeda guy we ran into in this house, and he's kind of sitting there, sort of stunned. And he's like, "Andy, go check that guy." Andy calmly walks over with his white light and just goes, "Oh, he's fucked, mate. <laughs> <laughs> he's fucked, mate. He's got nine bullets in his face. No SSS." Uh, do you wish you could ever go back at any point? No, I'm good. Do you ever have dreams about that at um, all? I do. I, I don't need to go back. Um, but there is no feeling better adrenaline-wise than getting to a house. And we're going to go in and we're going to hunt people. That's yeah. like the coolest adrenaline. This is we're doing some shit here. I'm serious. I'm well, serious. I think that's where like the calm before the storm comes. Cause, it, like, oh, it is, you know, yeah. You, you have more significant experience than me. But like you know, I think I have like over 400 something direct action. So like I, I participate in that a decent amount. And it's always like, 
you know, that, that offset infill That's walking yeah, up yeah. to the door. And you get to the set point. And your set point, your lower appear, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, okay, we're going to go loud or white light or NVGs in this thing. It's just like that heart starts to go like this, but it's such a calculated it heart so, movement. It, is, it almost slows like, you down. It's, it's a drug. It's like yeah. nicotine or caffeine. It's it totally just like, is. you're going to be fucking better. Like, let's get this. And yeah. then... And then the chaos ensues, and then the aftermath. You're like, golly, this is like a fucking movie. It's 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 yeah. it's kill- well, we work with rangers every night, and that was always some of the best nights we had. It was when we would uh, we're in a house, but all of a sudden we hear the saw going off. It's like, oh, the rangers are fucking getting it. This is going to turn into a good night. The fucking ranger private. <laughs> it's like, there's a guy with See, a gun. Easy killer. He's dead. He's really fucking dead. You know I see metal. That's a goddamn wheelchair. Knock it off. You know how cocky you are, happened. like when you had your older brother with you and somebody was starting shit with you, and so you would you would just mouth off because you know you had your older brother with you. That's what that's what it's like when I go in because as soon as they're like in my ear, yeah, we got you. It's like <laughs> let's stir some shit. Well, we got to call <laughs> a smarter the brother that like maybe knows how to fight because they're playing engagements where like uh, you know you get like a dude gets shot in the leg and we pull him off target. And we're like we could go get in a gunfight or. Oh yeah, that's far easier. I want to go home and get armed. We got we got in a fight in Ramadi one time, and we had these two rangers. Where are you in Ramadi, by the way? Uh, we were there 06 and, and 07. Oh, you did, by the way. Wait, right? yeah. Is this is this true? Before you tell the Shark story, base? that you were on over four hundred missions. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. So we had these two rangers that were one carried one carried the uh, the. the one carried the rounds, one carried, not the 84, but the uh, Carl Gustav. Yeah. And the guy yeah. carrying the goose was the six, eight. Of course. And the guy carrying the rounds <laughs> was about five, five. Yeah. And he got to the point, people don't believe there's like drainage dishes and rivers in Iraq. Yeah. But we got to this point where um, this poor kid was carrying his ruck. He didn't, I don't think he had carried a gun. He just stopped jumping. He just, he just walked through rounds. everything and just fuck like, life. Fuck my life. Yeah. And like 30 missions into it, we got into a spot where we could finally fire goose into the, um, into the damn building. And so we give H, you know, he's giving HE to this kid and he's blasting it and give him another one, hit him again. And then we're like, okay, we're good. We can clear it. And the poor kid goes, can we just fire one more? It's like, yeah, fuck it, fire one more. <laughs> yeah. So we fired one more. It, when we got in there, it looked like a scene from like Halloween or something, just really bad inside. <laughs> but we got back. <laughs> yeah. And as, as, a, as a leader, I, I told, we're given the debrief. I told the Rangers with the, with the thing, I was like, well, why don't you debrief this so you can learn how to talk to the guys and just explain what happened on target? And he goes, all right, so we made entry, and the first three guys were Carl Gustav. Like, ah, I see what you did there, and that was funny. It's funny. That's, that's funny. That's hilarious. It's like a Halloween scene. That, I feel like that's the like the Ranger School go to is when they fucking throw a thousand rounds on you. The first engagement Ranger School, you're just like cyclic. Oh, you're just like, get rid of it. He's like, stop shooting! Fuck you, bitch! Get rid of the walking twelve more I'm miles. Getting rid of the weight. fucking shit. Yeah. I tried that Jameson stuff. What yeah, yeah. Give it a go. I'm not sure what that is, but just give, give it a go. go. Yeah. No driving, places. obviously. Oh, God, no, no driving. No. I, uh, <laughs> we got Ubers. I, we're going, yeah, yeah, we're going from here to a sports bar to yes, watch a well, baseball game. I don't know if you remember, and, and, and tell me, because we can cut this if not, oh, whatever. if you're cool talking about it, but uh, we've been doing this show for three years. Mm-hmm. I cursed out somebody for, you got pulled over. Uh, no, I got woken up. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's a backstory to this. And I wanna, I nobody wanna, yeah. ever wants to talk about charges being dropped. They want to talk about arrested for DUI at first. Correct. Uh, yeah. I have a, um, I'm from Butte, Montana. I went to high school with all four of the officers. Thank you very much. Um, I, have a, I travel all the time, and so my, my, I have a system. I get to the hotel, pop an Ambien, brush my teeth, get in be- always be in bed with the Ambien, and turn the TV off. So I popped the Ambien, forgot my toothbrush. I'm like, I can make it to the gas station. It's right over there. Drove there. It's closed. 
drove to the next one. It's open. I walked in. I got a, I'm on film getting a Gatorade and not drinking and a, and a toothbrush. I get back in my car and I'm like, my dad's shitty little Nissan. And uh, I'm like, okay, this is it. I got to go to sleep. So I went to Ambient Sleep in the front seat. No way. And so they pulled me out. They're knocking on the door and I recognize these guys and I'm still Ambient up. And they said, well, we're going to take you up there. And I, I, you know, whatever, we did it. And I said, well, give me a breathalyzer. We'll be fine. They, they wouldn't or something. They wouldn't. Fine. I'm like, fuck it. Just mug, mug shot. Yeah. And they did. And so then it got dropped eventually. But it's like, yeah, that happened. I remember that story. And, and my, my comment on the podcast, it was, again, years ago, was I said, who the fuck arrests the guy who kills Osama bin Laden? <laughs> I was so angry on the podcast. I went to when we were doing it. I go, to, you don't arrest that guy. I went to high school with these guys. He gets a free pass all life. So we have two high schools in, Mont- in Butte, uh, Butte, Montana, Butte Central and Butte High. And there's cops from both schools. And one of my really good friends is from Butte High. I went to Butte Central. And so uh, I called him the next day. I'm like, hey, I'm kind of fucked. What do you recommend? He goes, well, I recommend next time you get a DUI, get arrested by a guy from Butte High. I'm like, thank you. Wow. <laughs> Just making a joke. No, I mean, it all went away. It's not, yeah, yeah, of course. Of big, course. Well, that, I was still surprised. It's, it's like, boy, the headline. Yeah, headlines, that, that, that's that made, like, that they wouldn't headlines. give you a breathalyzer. That's fucking horseshit. Well, look, shit, look, it wouldn't get right home. Look what Ambien did to Roseanne's career, dude. All right. Put in the dumpster. She went on Rogan and talked all about it. Oh, she did? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She talked about the Ambien, and she's just a late night tweeter. I actually kind of like the girl. She's she's very yeah. self aware. Oh, and, and on that note too, I'm 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 the first one to tell you when I drink too. I like even when I get asked about the uh, the kneels in the NFL, I, I say, look, let me get something straight from Butte, Montana, white kid. A lot of these athletes have experiences I don't have growing up, and every time I've been in handcuffs, I fucking deserved it. Yeah. So, but um, so I'm just saying, I'm not saying I don't drink. I'm just saying that wasn't one of the cases here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> managed to make the Daily Mail and some news in New Zealand or some shit. Exactly. <laughs> I, I was just surprised yeah. that anybody they just didn't wake you up and say, "Hey, Rob." Well, believe we know me, who you are. I, we're I've, good. I've we're done, gonna I've get done you a lot back. Of, I've done a lot of free training. For a lot of SWAT teams, especially up in Montana, and I assure you, there have been moments they could have arrested me and didn't. Yeah, so we're, we're still good. Yeah, we're, I love them all. We're, the, the, yeah. we're even on the board. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah. We were at a bar the other night. Jesus, um, we're not going to say which one it is. That's that's Matt's local place. I heard it's called uh, Area Fifty One. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh boy, no, that's actually the gay bar. Ah, I love yeah. that callback. It's called a callback. It's a callback. In the biz, Rob. Uh-huh. So uh, what's, what's your passion in life right now? Like, are you? So I know you got the nonprofit and all that, but like, where, where do you? Not to be a high school um, professor or teacher, but in ten years, like, where, or like, where, where do you see yourself going well, from here? What do you want? My, to my do? passion is the foundation, okay. and the best the best email I get every, hopefully, twice, three times a week because it's an individualized program. Is when staff sergeant so and so got a job at Merrill Lynch, and his, yeah. and like his wife hits 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 me up with like, we couldn't have gotten the second career without your grateful nation. Thank you. That's my passion, and hopefully, we've expanded in ten years to a point where it's not just special operations. It's not just Rangers and SEALs and Green Berets. It's everybody. You know, for right. everything like uh, that, and then um, I just got married uh, a little over a year ago. Congratulations! It's first marriage, yeah, first wait, marriage? Wait, second marriage. Oh, okay. when did you there get married? It is. I got married in August. Oh, I'm July. So yeah. What, uh, cool. uh, when so, did you meet her? Uh, I met her at a speaking gig. She's so. Funny. Whoa, 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 whoa! You had a single staunch. I did. Whoa, 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 whoa. my God! How legendary was that? That had to well. Be the, I am married the, now, so we can talk about this later. <laughs> Um, was the no? No, was it, well, was she it was, over under five hundred? She was funny. She was funny. Um, I met her at a speaking engagement, and it was the story wasn't really out yet. So I just met her there, and there was this. It was so funny. So she was hosting, uh, her company was hosting my speech. So she's hosting it herself, and um, there was a girl with me. And after my speech, I went to the beach bar. I had this other girl with me, and my soon to be well, my wife in three years was there too. And she was being respectful to the girl that was following me around. She goes, "Well, how long have you and Rob been together?" And she's like, "Oh, we're not. I'm just I'm following him." And 
She's like, well, where'd you meet? And she goes, Twitter. And my, I heard my wife go, oh, stand the fuck by, bitch. <laughs> like, Whoa. you're out of here. Uh, <laughs> that's a boss yeah. ass shit. Boss that dude. is a boss oh, ass that is, move. That is how, what's it like when you go to dinner parties that you, with people you don't know and you're introduced? Um, like, you kind of trump everybody in the room. It kind of sucks because generally when we go to trump, dinner, trump. Yeah. when we go to dinner, I have to eat dinner before dinner because I'm not going to get a chance. Because it's all, it's all um, hey, uh, I don't mean to bother you, but, and hey, real quick, and hey, yeah. one more. I bet. <laughs> it's, it's awesome, though. I'd rather people be nice than not be nice. I, you know, I ran into a Navy SEAL two nights ago in Miami at a thing, and he was kind of drinking, kind of yelling at me about it. It's like, you know, I, I love you. We work together, but I hate you, but I love you, but I hate you. And I'm like, when are you getting out of the Navy, man? He's like, I retire at 30 in one week. I'm like, what are you going to do now? And he goes, I don't know. I'm like, just shut up and give me a call. We'll figure this out together. It's like, <laughs> why would he hate? Why would he hate you? Well, it's the, because it's the cool well, thing it's, to do. No, it's one. It's one of those uh, uh, when people ask about seals and how they think of me. I'm like, let me explain Navy SEALs to you. If we took ten random seals, filled their driveways full of a dump truck each full of money, five of them would bitch at you because you blocked their driveway. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you're not going to keep them all happy. I think I know what he's talking about. With you, it's the same thing too. When we go out, there's yeah, a lot I, of people uh, who are just like. Oh, hey, what's up, Matt? I don't watch your videos or anything. Yeah, that's the first time you open up a video. I've never seen your movie or anything. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know what you're. And, and you're like, they're wait. tipsy in by the end of the night, and they're like, can we get a salpa? Hey, yeah, <laughs> because you're doing something, and same with you, Rob. You've done yeah. something that they wanted to do in their lives, where it's just like. After a few drinks, then it really comes out yeah, of like, ego, oh, no, shit, right? you did what I wanted to do. Well, ego promotes insecurity, right? And That's exactly right. And if you're not comfortable right. with yes. yourself, you can't be comfortable with others. But I mean, if, if we all work together, we could take over the world. Like, if, if guys well, that Well, we kind of did America. Right? America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that's like the first guy I met from, uh, from Texas when I joined the Navy. I had a guy who was my roommate, Buds. I didn't know shit about shit. I'm from Montana. I met this dude, my roommate... And uh, he said, he, I said, hey, I'm Rob. He goes, hey, I'm Wade. And I said, uh, he said, where, I said, where are you from, Wade? And he goes, I'm from Texas. So where are you from? I said, I'm from Montana. And he goes, Montana. What uh, what part of Texas is that? I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> wow, you're like uh, that's good. That's good. The one that's not there. <laughs> it's yeah, the definitely top, the one. Top the very part the top part of it. Um, now you're you're in New York City. That seems weird, right? It's good though because New York is. Um, I'm in, I'm, I'm, I'm in there less than half the year, but I'm up there a lot. And what I like about New York is the anonymity. There's 9 million people that don't notice each other. You can walk outside. In New York, nothing. Exactly, nothing. nothing. I mean, well, they yeah. run into people all the time there. But, like, I mean, you, it's nice. You go, into a, you go into a pub, the bartender notices, and he's going to buy drinks. That's just the way it is. And I've, I've, got, I've you know, tried to be the big dick and do bottle service at some of those clubs. Sure. And someone notices and picks up a $2,500 tab. Yeah. Just shit like that. And even uh, the local pub near... Um, my wife and I go in there quite a bit, and I have never paid for a drink there. It's like three years that we, when we're in New York, we go there. And she went there one time without me, but she had her, her bridal party. And she goes, so Rob, turns out if you're not with me, they do, they do they charge. Do yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just dropped 350 bucks. So I thought I was hot shit. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, that's the thing about celebrity. And like when people get divorced, I, like with women, I, not that my wife watches those shows on VH1, but she watches those shows on VH1. They always say the same thing. When you're not with the guy anymore. It doesn't matter anymore. No. Yeah. And you're, you're invisible. And it doesn't matter if you're, you're dating the most successful banker there is or whatever. If he's not famous or isn't the guy in his field, nobody really gives a no shit. Cares. See, I don't want yeah. to think about it in a celebrity sense. I just want to think about it in the sense of just murdering bad people and like how many bad people can you put in a ditch. That is actually a, that is it's a, it's <laughs> That's a lot. Where of, I'm at you know what's weird too, and Matt and you and I were talking about this before. Like when when you're in the bubble, when you're in the community, 
and everyone else is doing it, it's normal. This is normal. Right. So it almost turns into a competition. Well, shit, he killed three guys last night. I, we're going to kill Absolutely. more. Who's got the count? And then you've... Then you get on the, the civilian. You make a gun I, joke. And I've press. actually probably never told a story. It's fucking hilarious, though. There's helmet cam footage, which I could never show. There were people casing us from a whatever. <clears throat> I have my 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 NVG laser on him as he's running because they were trying to fucking ambush us, mm-hmm. these assholes. And I'm screaming at my not screaming quietly, assertively. Uh, delegating my opinion to my fucking partner and I'm like if they run that way third squad's gonna fucking kill them and we're not gonna get the kill list dude and they're oh, running yeah. cause we're keeping score yeah here, we're man. keeping score I mean the little bird came in and smoke showed him oh yeah yeah I was like <laughs> That's thoroughly cool, pissed too. off that it wasn't me pulling the trigger as if it was well, some competition yeah. of it is. me versus you of who the bad guy no the, the DOD should have a running website that I shows agree. everybody's kill it's, count it's, it's like a video game for bad people it right? would be amazing it gives somebody yeah. it, give, it also gives Something to aspire. Like you that know, Rob yeah, O'Neill yeah, man, he got he got fifty thousand points for that Bin Laden That's kill. Like one good shot. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I killed way more assholes on the lower level, but he's got the big one. And fuck, <laughs> they were. You know, it's funny too, though. Is like, I, and I know there's people out there saying certain numbers. I still don't know how to confirm a kill. No, I, I don't. There's no. There's we no one. To, there's no one in a special <laughs> operations unit. It is near fucking impossible. To, what define kill? Right, because it's like. In a building, pop shots, Ranger Squad. Like, yes. How do you define that? Who got the kill? Or even a dude that pops out, you maybe put the first round, and then, like, your whole fucking following team runs at him and shoots him. Exactly. Somebody, and then yeah. you're following him, like, who defines that kill? Uh, I, I, stopped, <laughs> I stopped carrying a pistol because, you know, obviously the training was your primary goes down, go to your secondary. Yeah. But I realized by the time I go to my secondary, my three buddies already aced. Him. Yeah, I'm good. So I'm, instead of a pistol, the extra weight, I'm carrying a cleaning rod. Yeah. My gun went down. Let me just clean, clean this real quick. Hey, you guys had some fun over there. Yeah. No, my buddy used to tell the army like before before going out, like, "Oh, you got to bring a confirmer." I'm like, what's that? He's like, "It's the officer that confirms no, all the fuck kills." Him. I don't need another like, officer. Ever. Why no, would but I... he would make guys, young guys, go search like asking for the confirmer. Hey, hey, anybody know what? Well, the we, confirmer were even, is? we were even we were even we like had to change a bunch of SOPs because like they had a, that huts card, right? You yeah. mark down the people, whatever. I'm like, I need to, so I need to carry a card as if. Now, did I just murder someone in that room? Yes, I did. Yeah. I, I, I kind of remember that shit. Yeah. I, I got it. I got it. Well, there may or may <laughs> not be a severe case of something in my book that might be why it's 17 months. Possibly. In, in, possibly, allegedly, that uh, ah. uh, assessing an individual on a target that was a very bad guy, and I took alternative methods yes. of providing DNA. It turns out, it turns out a mercy kill... It, is not a mercy kill. <laughs> yeah, we, that's we, we, won't, we won't share the story because the book's not out. But yeah. after that, yeah. if it makes it, we will tell that yeah, story. Uh, I don't want to ruin the surprise. I will tell yeah. the story no matter what once the book comes out. I don't give a fuck. If it's not in print, it's it's It's, it's fi- got to come it's fiction. It's got to come out. No, the book will yeah. come out. I'm just saying I'll tell the story of whether or not they censor or not. But <laughs> Yeah, so long term, what's, what's your hopes and dreams now at this point? Well, I mean, we're good. Like I said, I want to um, do the foundation, your grateful nation. I'd love to continue speaking. Um, that's I have just, a feeling you're going to be doing that for a very long time. It's cool, yeah. well, but the speaking thing is not as I don't get up and tell the Bin Laden story. You know, I, I'll get up and talk about high performance teams, why we were good and how it applies. And like in the military, like uh, the way that I say to the to a lot of these corporate um, uh, sponsors and stuff that to whom I speak, I'll say, you know, be good to each other, keep morale high. But like when we were working, all it was, hey, nobody wants to work for a dick. Knock it off. So just make people want to be here. And morale's high. Get along with each other. Love each other. Little stuff like uh, if there's a problem. If there's a problem, in the we'll, we'll solve it in the team room, man to man. Don't get physical with each other. Just air, air it out. Don't bring it out there, and you know, leave it at that. Keep morale high. Uh, planning, you know, this much planning, this much preparation. 
emotionless decisions and never quit. You know, just keep moving forward. Like I, people want to hear the Bin Laden story, but they love hearing training stories. They love hearing buds. You know, yeah, seal they love that shit. They love, as opposed to shooting a bunch of guys like we're obviously having fun doing, they want to hear about the guy that's tied up and thrown in the pool and what what makes you want to be there, stuff like that. So I just talk about shit like that, and then um, I want to keep doing that if I can. Which um, is why I would never really want to be a SEAL, because like, I, I, I don't mind the water, but I don't like the water, so I'd rather just run at a door with a yeah. machine gun. <laughs> that works for me, man. Now, uh, we've been actively trying to convince Tyler Gray, one of the actors on the CD show, mm-hmm. SEAL, SEAL team, team yeah. Yeah. to author a book as the first fake SEAL to play a SEAL on TV to have a book. <laughs> Do you think this is a good idea? That's an excellent idea. I think it would be hilarious. <laughs> I want to write the foreword. <laughs> I know. Yeah. We need what, to talk him into this. How a former army ranger and small mission units <laughs> operator <laughs> played a Navy SEAL. Yeah. The book. <laughs> played a Navy SEAL played on a, TV. Played a Navy SEAL. The, the, book. Book. the book. The book. The book. And then ima- imagine the movie about the book about the TV yeah. show. Oh. This is a book about yeah. a book yeah. that a guy yeah. playing that was oh. an operator. That's a job for St. James wow. Street, James. Wow. Right there. That's and no matter yeah. what it was, they all smelled amazing. Yeah, <laughs> they're wearing Navy Seal clothes. Navy Seal. Well, you heard it here. He's uh, he's on the forward. If if we could get Tyler to do, I'll it, do it, he'll write the I'll forward. Write the forward. <laughs> Before every for, mission, for a he's very very Navy reasonable Seal price. Should it should yeah. it should, it, 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 should it be called yeah. seventy four thousand dollars? Fake Seal. <laughs> Funny. Wet seal. Stolen velour. <laughs> Stolen velour. Stolen velour. The wet seal. The wet seal story. The wet story. The book. The book. <laughs> the book slash the movie. Uh, well, listen, Rob, this is uh, honestly, man, you, you made our, our entire year uh, being on the show. I appreciate show. having me. You were the most guest. requested guest ever. Oh, very cool. Very cool. He, that's his words. You'll make my year if we just go tell some more stories over a good glass of Oh, you know, you know we're doing that. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, look, it's civilians like me who are yeah. just fi- This is the happiest I've ever been in my goddamn life besides <laughs> my kids being born. This is rad. Um, well, this is awesome you. for me. And, and I'm super grateful that you came out. I we usually do this thing at this point in the show called the Drinking Bro of the Week. However, your name has been requested. Requested so many times, it's like the drinking bro of the century, year, everything. So it's you, Rob O'Neill, and wow. uh, seriously, thank you for yeah. for being here. Thank, thank you for what you did. And for the you're invite. a humble, awesome guy on and off camera. So and uh, then, where can people check out your organization? Um, yourgratefulnation.org is the foundation, but everything is underneath uh, robertjoneill.com. Okay. So O N E I L L that uh, that last name with the two L's and Shaquille have really screwed that up for me. Yeah. But it's yeah robertjoneal.com and then it goes from everything from from your grateful nation to my speaking engagements to testimonials to like the apparel stuff that we do. Your social so, media and stuff. We're right. going to start selling this on. We got to start selling this on. <laughs> uh, you have to. You have to. We got to get this. The back margins are great. The margins yeah. are great. The <laughs> margin. Oh, I, I mean, I'm kind of thinking. I'm thinking maybe my nomination for 2018 Brosman over here. Oh, maybe. Oh. Maybe. Yeah. I, I, I think we've got to. Serious contender, yeah. I think for, I think for Brosman do. of the Year, behind you is a, a lovely trophy. Uh, we give it out to the Drinking Bro of the Year. Brosman of the, the year. Brosman Trophy is is sitting over I there. It's that. resting That's over so there. Cool. It's like a Heisman. Bring it's it like up a on Heisman the, the cooler. Uh, bring it on up here, Jared. Wow, it's heavy. It's got some weight it's, to it's it. It's got some. Oh, so right. That's it, awesome. It, 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 has, it has statue. It, it has breadth. The first, the first Brosman Brosman winner, which was Jimmy Long, who. Streaked the Army Navy game carrying a drinking bros. Oh flag. yes, <laughs> <laughs> well deserved, sir. <laughs> Spent the night in jail. We bailed him out. Spent a few nights in jail. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that'll do it. So yeah, we your your name could be engraved on that by so. the end of the year. 
Uh, and also, for something. If you if you see Rob out in a bar, uh, make sure he's not buying his drinks. No, nah, yeah, that's yeah, not come American. On. I am come quick on. with the credit card, though. I, lo- I love buying the rounds. Really? Oh, yeah, I love doing this. We're show. going out to dinner tonight. So. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like everything's on Rob. Let's get out of here. For Rob O'Neill, Jared Taylor, Matt Best, I'm Ross Patterson. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone.